I'm Kaylee Arrett, and you're listening to episode 39 of Me When I'm Free. This is the podcast that ponders the question Who is this me when I'm free? And why does it even matter? And what would it be like to live into our unique design on behalf of the world? Let's explore these questions together each week through a simple story, a few moments of reflection, and space to pray. Join me, friend. In just a few weeks from the recording of this podcast, I will be graduating with my spiritual direction certification from Sioux Falls Seminary after a two-year training program. It has been an interesting practice to share my journey of calling in these stories here while I am still in the process of being called into the vocation of a spiritual director. How can I speak confidently about something that is still off in the distance? How can I assume that I am being called if I have yet to experience the fruit of my labors? First, I want to tell you something that I have yet to share. There's a rather mystical Holy Spirit story about how I found myself in training to be a spiritual director. But I'm going to save that for another day. Simply put, this journey of calling started when I began to believe that God really does speak, that the divine caller truly does call. But even so, it was a full four years between the time when I first felt this prompting of the Spirit and when I actually signed up for seminary classes. Four years of questioning, exploring, unraveling who God has made me to be. There was plenty of heartache along the way too, as I let go of my idealism and wish dreams of what calling and community should look like. And there was also a good amount of repenting of sin patterns and unhealthy attachments that kept me from living freely, believing I was indeed called. Along the way, there was a question that I began to embrace whenever I wondered if God was inviting me to take another step toward calling, and I was unsure whether it was actually him or maybe my own self-centered desires to be something or maybe something else. I would take a step back and ask, what would I do right now if I had nothing to prove? It went a little something like this. Start a prayer group? What would I do if I had nothing to prove? 
sign up to lead a women's ministry event? What would I do if I had nothing to prove? Lead a worship night. What would I do if I had nothing to prove? Create an online course. What would I do if I had nothing to prove? Start a podcast. What would I do if I had nothing to prove? This question was a distinct shift from a lifetime of seeking favor through the offering of my time and gifts. The question caused me to resist the patterns of unhealthy attachment to what others thought. It also forced me to pay attention to what a wholehearted version of myself would look like. This question also served as a reminder to me that whatever step I chose to take was not guaranteed to be a success. But that did not mean that I should not take the risk, if not simply for the purpose of learning to risk. There is a sweet freedom in embracing risk and uncertainty as a pathway toward freedom. Anything else is fear of not being enough or of not being qualified. It is believing that we have to prove ourselves that will only serve to keep us stuck right where we are. Madeline Langle writes in her book, Walking on Water, in a very real sense, not one of us is qualified, but it seems that God continually chooses the most unqualified to do his work, to bear his glory. If we're qualified, we tend to think that we have done the job ourselves. If we are forced to accept our evident lack of qualification, then there's no danger that we will confuse God's work with our own or God's glory with our own. And so as I prepare to graduate and to step out into calling in just a few weeks, I can feel the pull toward the old question. What if this isn't a success? But I've been here before, and this is what I've learned to be true. The safest thing to do is to take the risk to step out of the boat right into Jesus' arms. It is exactly there that I have nothing to prove. And so today, friend, I want to end our time a bit differently. I'd like to invite you into the practice of Lectio Divina with me, in which I will read Matthew 14, verses 25 through 33, twice, with a minute's pause to reflect after each reading. If possible, I want to invite you to find a comfortable and quiet space where you can close your eyes and be free of distraction. Consider pausing the podcast to get settled if needed. Once you're comfortable, let's begin. First reading. Listen for a word or phrase 
that attracts you or that you resist. Sit in silence and allow the word or phrase to echo for you. Matthew 14, 25 through 33. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Second reading. Ponder the question, where do I find myself in this story? Is there a section of the passage that speaks directly to your current circumstances? Simply take notice. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, They were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me! Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. 
Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Let's bring the silence to a close, friend. Thank you for joining me in this practice today. Let me pray a simple prayer over you today as we close. Dear Jesus, I wonder how often we stay in the boat because we're afraid or because we have we think we have something to prove. Help us to understand that the safest place to be is on the water with you. It's in your strong name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Me When I'm Free. I hope you'll continue to join me on this journey toward wholeness and calling. I love a traveling companion. My hope is that you'll see yourself in these stories that I share here. And if nothing else, you'll feel less alone. Click the share button on the podcast if you know a friend who needs an encouraging reminder that they aren't alone either. Thanks for listening, friend. Let's meet back here next week.